You are listening to the Zenial Dadcast. We're back, everybody. My name is Mo. Uh, say hi, Devin. Hey, what's up, guys? Been a long right. week. It has been a long week, and it's been a little bit longer since usually we do these every two weeks. It's been a little bit longer than that, mostly because it was a Super Bowl last weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, did you watch that? Do you pay attention to that? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not into football. I, don't, I could care less. You Sorry know, I, to the football I, fans. You know, I do listen to it when it's the, the New England Pats on there, but... um. I just yeah. don't either way. We just, we just don't. We just don't care in this family. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about a few different topics. Uh, and the band to dig out is going to be a, an old band from Salem, Massachusetts called The Willows. Uh, and this is, a, this is a band that I, I sort of discovered along the way in my journey as a musician. And just recently, I just started thinking about this one song they have. And I'm still, in this, I'm still searching for it, but I found, their, I found some tracks from the record. Uh, so I think they're going to be a good selection for the band to dig out today. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to sort of get out of the way is, you know, right now we're using Zoom uh, and we have been using Zoom, but on the last episode, we were experimenting with a new app called Zencaster. And I figured it would be good practice since it's fresh in our minds to just do, you know, 10 minutes, five minutes of of just a a little review on the app. I'll go first. It is... uh, it is an app that you can use straight from your browser. It mainly works with Chrome and it's supposed to facilitate you recording a podcast episode uh, mm-hmm. where we would both talk. And then when, when it delivers the recording, it delivers it in two separate audio tracks. Um, so we did this test on the last episode and there were a couple of things that we really liked about it. Uh, Devin really hated it. Uh, and Devin has a different perspective because D, you, you used it from the participant yeah right and i used the host yeah um at the very beginning when we tested out last time i thought you know this thing will be you know go up and running but you know since it was you know has to be filtered with google chrome i personally never use google chrome i mean i i have have an apple computer um and i just use safari so i had to Mm -hmm. download chrome and that's probably it's it's first strike right is is that it doesn't because i could understand it doesn't have it doesn't have support for firefox or uh or edge but and and chrome has become sort of the standard across the internet but it should have safari right it should definitely plan for its users being mac users and so that was definitely its first strike when we started that episode i realized ah shit you know we're gonna have to he's gonna have to download the browser He's going to have to log yeah. in, all that junk. <laughs> it's going to suck. But, I mean, I, I logged in. I made sure, you know, I was logged in before this whole process was going on. But, yeah, it was just still having its hiccups. And then the other <laughs> the other hiccup, I think, was it, it takes a while to recognize external microphones. And I, I also had to wrestle with that. Eventually, we got it going. On the good, on the good end of things, it did deliver a really good quality recording for both, for both ends, which is something I don't find with Zoom. With Zoom, I, I typically have to treat the vocals a little bit more. And what's interesting is with Zoom, you can get it so that it delivers my channel and your channel separately. So yeah, I have two recordings, just, just your, your vocals and my vocals. But whenever I do that or whenever I've tried that with Zoom, my vocal, my solo vocal uh, record comes in clean. But D, yours would always come out really distorted. Um, really? And, I, and I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, like Zoom would know. just 
So I always had to use the main recording that has both of us and just just work with that, right? Actually, um, yeah. Um, but but with uh, with Zencaster, it delivered both vocals super clean, and it was very uh, it was very easy to get them into my to my editing um, doll, and I was able to record it uh, and edit edit each vocal so that I could mm-hmm. I could kill some of the background noises that were happening a little bit better with Zencaster. So. I, I- Hey, I mean, like, you know, I'm down to, you know, try out another another software, obviously, like Zencaster, since I already have Google Chrome, because I'm pretty sure every software like Zencaster is going to want it's going to be filtered with Google Chrome nowadays, since Google is like oblivious, like huge, you know? Yeah, we can definitely, you know, test some other some other options out, too. I'm curious to learn more about these. The other good thing, the other good selling point with Zencaster is that it offers a free tier. Right. So that was the main reason why we used it as opposed to the other options, because most other options only offer a trial and then you have to pay for the most basic tier. And we're just not there yet with this podcast to just start paying for for that kind of um, resource. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I figured, you know, it was free, so we'll give it a shot. I think um, on the plus side, delivers good quality. It It does what it says it says it does. Uh, but on the negative side, you know, the user, the participant experience isn't that isn't that smooth, especially if you don't use Chrome on the regular. Uh, it does struggle with identifying external mics. That's a little annoying. Um, mm-hmm. They don't they don't have instant chat service, so we can't. You have to kind of look through their their documentation, and the documentation is a little less than complete. It's not super super detailed. So that was a bummer. And, yeah. uh, and then the last thing, the last thing that really makes it a bummer is that you can't share screens with it. The app itself doesn't have the functionality to let me share my screen with you and we can't share audio. So I can't, I can't play a YouTube video that you can watch and hear with me. Right. That's a big part of what I want to do because if it's not you, D, or if it's somebody else that I want to talk to and share things with, there are going to be things spontaneously that we want to check out and, and see together. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. So on a, on a scale of one to five, for me, Zencaster was was a three at best, right? Uh, when it works, it works really well, but it doesn't have some of the functionality we wanted into a, into a podcast tool. That's where I'll leave that. The other thing that was on my mind this week, and I really wanted to bring it up with you, Dee, because we've had this conversation before about being more interested in being interesting. And mm-hmm. I like I, I've encouraged you to not necessarily read more, but just be more informed about different things. Just become a little bit much more of a worldly person. If only, if only so that you can have these conversations. So I wanted to know what you know and what you think about the situation we have right now with the Ukraine border. The Ukraine border? This is a little bit of a pop quiz, I guess. Like, what, what, how, what do you think about it? What's your opinion on it? What, uh, <laughs> what's, uh, what do you know about it? Do you have any questions about it? That kind of thing. I don't know. I'm going to fail this quiz. <laughs> no, you know, I don't. You don't know anything no. about maybe the biggest story that's going on in international no, news? No, right I, I do not. I Because here's the reason. I don't watch the news. I don't have cable in my room. I don't watch TV in the living room. You can ask mom about this. <laughs> that's fine. But you do watch your telephone and there's there's news feeds all over the place. and. But I have that blocked. You, it's, you do, it's blocked on my... You do talk to other people at work and around your, your social circles. No. People you know, talk about it at my work, but I don't jump in a discussion because in general, like, I, I don't care about, you know, about these politicians, about these things that are going on. 
it's just my own you know opinion like it's cool and all it's, it's crazy on what's going on but i just don't pay attention enough i just i just don't keep my mind on that stuff but you, you know you i don't did, watch the news nothing. it's not it's not like uh it's not like i i could it's not like i have a doctorate in it either like i can't i can't talk about all the all the fine minutiae but what's going on but i am aware like you know i am aware peripherally of what's going on mm-hmm. in the news and i do try to watch the news in the morning so that you know um, i'm at least getting informed about some of the big stuff that's happening <laughs> right yeah and, um, i mean i don't i just watch the weather <laughs> the weather yeah. channel well this is where that's this it. is where i want to implore this because it's not so much because you know you need to know it for any particular reason but just being aware of what's going on mm-hmm. in the news, I think, is super important. Um, even if it's just on a super high level, you're watching something that's feeding you some information. And if you lose perspective on some of the big things that are happening, it's going to be very difficult for you to form an informed opinion down the line when it might actually matter. And so what do I mean by that is, you know, right now we have a, a potentially escalating conflict between Russia and the Ukraine. And you have NATO forces and U.S. forces uh, sort of stuck in the middle trying to de-escalate what's happening right now. This is only important in the sense that it could potentially throw the U.S. into an international conflict with Russia. It's important because, you know, this seems to happen every, every couple of decades where there's always some sort of conflict happening between a couple of countries. And for whatever reason, the U.S. is caught in between. I think this would be relevant to you because in four years, three years, you're going to have to vote for a president and how these things get handled, how the message is communicated, uh, what are the things that are being reported, uh, the facts that are being reported can have an influence on, on your on your political leanings. Right. It's not good enough to say that it doesn't you don't want to listen to it because it's depressing. It's not good enough to say that it's not important because because it is because it's going to inform your perspective on what's happening uh, around you. And so right now you have President Biden sort of putting out this uh, strongman position saying we're open to negotiations, but we're definitely not open to Russia invading Ukraine. You don't know uh, Ukraine is in, is in Europe. It's a country that shares a border with, uh, with um, Russia. And, uh, and, you know, they're a relatively smaller country. They only became an independent country in the 90s. So right about where you were born, that's about how old their democracy is, right? You're 26, it's about a 20-year-old democracy. And the problem with democracies is that when they're younger, 20, 30, 50 years old, they're very delicate. So it's very easy for for things to go haywire. Us as a world power, the US, uh, we've sort of become the de facto police officer to make sure that we're, make sure that we don't have invasions happening recklessly, that uh, we don't have you know, hopefully, and this is, again, super complicated uh, history lesson, I'm boiling down to a couple of sentences, but we don't want empires to be born again, the, the way that they were in the past. And we certainly don't want the, uh, the old Soviet Union to become a thing again. And so when you're talking about a, a power like Russia, sort of threatening the sovereignty of another country, that can destabilize that entire region. So there's tons of other smaller countries, European countries. They're all allies. They're all friends. Uh, they're, they're all, they're all, most of them, I think, are democracies. They're all friends of, of Europe, of England, of France. Those are all our big allies, um, uh, Germany. And so, 
you know, if you think about it, imagine that you have a bunch of friends at your car show and someone comes in and starts messing with one of your friends. Even better, starts messing with a friend of a friend. Someone comes in, starts messing with, with a friend of your friend, and now your friend's involved in that conflict because it's happening right next door to him, right? It's happening to his best friend. And if that escalates and the guy that's messing is causing the trouble, is bringing a lot of power, he's got a lot of friends with him, you sort of have to get involved. Even though you have nothing to do with it, it's not your friend who's being bugged. And, and now you, you feel like you have to go in there and help your friend because his friend is getting messed with. And that's right. sort of what's happening here. That's why that, the U.S. is jumping in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on a very simplified, right? Because we're part of NATO. NATO right. is this massive group of, of countries that have decided to, to sort of protect each other and make sure that yeah, there are boundaries as sovereign nations are protected and respected. And you have Russia, which is this big-ass country, and they're, you know, Vladimir Putin, who, who is their, their leader, their, um, I think, prime minister is what they're called. He doesn't like the fact that Ukraine is getting recognized as an independent country. He doesn't like the fact that the Ukraine is being, is, is, uh, being treated as an ally. And he sees that as an encroachment. So he's seeing like, okay, now the Ukraine is friends with the US, with Britain, with the French, with the Germans. And now they're all surrounding Russia. So Russia's argument is you guys are surrounding us and we don't like that. We don't like the fact that you guys are making friends with everyone around us and potentially threatening our sovereignty. So in a weird way, like that's their argument that we're, we're, we're just defending ourselves, right? Even though no one has made any indication that we want to invade Russia. Like no one wants to do that. No um, way. Right. And Those no one wants, tough. no one wants a, a World War III on their hands, but mm -hmm. these kinds of things in international policy, they, they tend to make or break a presidency. So if, if Biden looks too weak and, and, you know, retreats too soon, it could be hell for him here. The Republicans will tear him apart. You know, Republicans right. are all big about, you know, showing, showing, and they always say Democrats are weak and all that stuff. Oh, I've seen, I, I've seen it. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen that going back and forth a lot back in the day when, you know, we had Donald Trump as president sure. and here's the thing, uh, hear me out. Okay. Like they, this is the reason why I don't keep up with news. I don't keep up with these um, politicians, uh, like you know like like you do or like mom does right. the reason is because like i have friends who are republicans who are like you know good friends you know i have friends you know that you know that i hang out with like you know going to car shows car meets drifting drift events you know mm -hmm. um in general stuff mm -hmm. and i have friends you know that i met in college these friends are you know i want to look at them you know you know my friends loyal you know like you know cool people to, you know to hang out with getting connected mm -hmm. with but when it comes to politics, when they, you know, I've, I've, I've been in groups where like they, they discuss politics and, you know, they, they always like shown like, they, they've always like shown energy um, against the Democrats. I've never personally like went up to people like saying, oh yeah, I, I'm here. I mean, I'm a Democrat though, blah, blah, blah. I'm mm -hmm. just, I don't really discuss any of that. Cause like, I mean, I just don't want to like create conflict. I don't want to create like awkward vibes. I'm just here, you know, introducing myself. I just don't want to get into it. I'm not interested in it. I just, you know, like a lot of things were going back and forth when I was in college and freshman year, like when 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 Trump became president, 
everyone every every person in their dorm room was like watching the election like him sure. getting elected becoming president and i remember there was a huge fight in my dorm room um in, in my and freshman year in my hall um group of girls in a group of guys there was like they were fighting, arguing. It all became, it almost became like a brawl because like about the election, you know, when Trump became president, it was crazy. And I'm just right there in the corner, just like doing my homework, but I'm watching YouTube videos. <laughs> I'm just doing something else because my roommate, his name is Devin Jackson, mm-hmm. um, you know, and he's, he's, he's nice, super chill. Um, you know, he's, he's like all about trucks, cars, um, the U, you know, supporting the, you know, America, the the U.S. Army. Mm-hmm. He's, but like, you know, and I have no problem with that. I have no problem with anyone doing with that. You know, I support it. Um, I respect it. I mean, sorry. And I mean, like, he's just watching there. You know, it, it's he's just watching it on his TV in, in our in our dorm room. You know, just you know, chilling, relaxing. We're having you know, blue moons, some cold ones with you know, in our mm-hmm. dorm room. The moons. Uh, and you know and we're just hearing you know noises going outside our room outside our hall and they're just like arguing like fighting almost a brawl like going on with other with other like um roommates like other neighbors and you know right. in the building because of the election it was crazy so i just don't wanna, i just don't want to get into that stuff so so what i'm hearing is you don't want you don't want to have to pick a side because you know that you have friends who might believe one thing and other friends that might believe the opposite. And so you're, you're, you're the, um, you know, you're, you're cut in the middle. You're the U S that, yeah. that, but also <laughs> like, he, I want to get, I want to point it out. Like, I know like this is important and this is like stuff that, you know, I should know already and, you know, jumping in, but I, I'm just not interested in the politics and politicians and stuff. I just, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, but we're not really talking about politics or politicians, right? When we're talking about um, the Ukraine and the Russian, we're talking about like world events, right? And that's different. I totally understand where you're coming from. And I've been in that same situation. I'll tell you right now, I know that I've, I've lost friends because those things have become apparent and you just naturally drift away. I think I've told you about my a friend Jeff from high school. You told me a friend about Jay. That's a no, not Jeff. Okay, yeah. Think. So I had another friend, believe it or not, called Jeff. And uh, and the truth is, if I saw him today at at you know at a store or something, I would I would go up and I would say hi because we never stopped being friends. But what mm-hmm. happens is, you know, you, how, how you what what your what your opinions are, how you develop your idea, uh, your personal ideology, and how you live your life they tend to influence your decisions um, sort of subliminally or subconsciously, I should say. They, they influence your decisions on who you should hang out with. And same thing that I told you with Jay, how we just sort of went our different ways because he was, he was into other stuff. Uh, same thing with Jeff is at one point, this was during the Bush presidency. And uh, obviously we're in high school. So 2003, 2004. And, uh, and we, we were out. And I never, I was never outspoken either. Like I'm not the kind of guy that, you know, marches, unfortunately. I wish I could. And I wish I had that, that sort of, you know, I don't even know how how to call it, but I wish I had that veracity in, in, in social justice. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm as aware of it as I can be. And I'm as active for it as I can be. 
I'm at some sort of party or something and with Jeff, a couple of other people. And we're drinking, you know, we're drinking some some beers. And somewhere in the conversation, he starts talking about how he supports he supports the war in Iraq and how he's pro-Bush. You know, I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah, he's pro-Bush. And what I didn't realize at the time is that his dad was also pro-Bush. His dad is, you know, a, a working blue-collar, working-class guy, has his own business. So again, it's sort of like it's passed down to him and his family. They're all relatively conservative. And I never knew him as a conservative. You know, we were we, we liked rock music. We made music together. We played guitar. And so you always sort of assume that, you know, if they play music and, and they're into, you know, they're into uh, rock music, they're into, you know, Shadows Fall and Pantera, that they're going to be liberal. Say that again, that they're going to be liberal mm-hmm. and progressive. Um, and he was generally progressive. But it sort of shocked me at the time, and again, I'm like 17, 18, that he he was a Bush supporter, and that he would, it seemed like he would blindly be a Bush supporter. And so I'm not saying that we stopped being friends because of that, but it was definitely one of those things where I realized, oh, this person is living a different reality than me. He's reading different things than me. He's hearing different things than me. Um, and it just created this this natural distance from us. Now, as I'm saying that, I'm, I'm thinking maybe we should have stayed friends. You know, it didn't matter that he was into into that stuff. Uh, it really it didn't change how I how I related to him in terms of our, our common ground as musicians and friends. You know, for mm-hmm. four years. Um, but it just it definitely makes a difference when you start thinking about what are the things that matter to you. And, and at that point in time, I was very, I was listening a lot, a lot more to, to the news than I was before. So it was part of this, it's part of this uh, moment in my life where I was becoming politically aware. I was becoming um, opinionated and you naturally drift away from people who have the opposite opinion. Ideally, we would drift towards those people because the whole idea of being bipartisan and being open, changing people's minds is being willing to, to, to be in mixed company where everyone believes all sorts of things and you sort of find common ground. I, mm-hmm. I definitely would say hi to him if I saw him. We never really stopped being friends. We just drifted away. Our lives just became two separate things. Um, but it was definitely one of those moments. And I can see what you, what you mean when you say you know, you don't want to cause conflict. And that's a, that's a perfectly valid position to take. Right. I mean, like I've, I've gotten, you know, when you were talking, you know, just having that discussion, you know, talking about, you know, you got, you and Jeff were just like having some beers one night, you know, at, at a place, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've had that. I've had those kind of moments same, um, you know, before, obviously. Um, technically, I mean, like I've, I've had friends, you know, talk about, whether oh no joe biden is gonna lose he's he's awful i think trump's gonna win back i think he's gonna come back make a comeback to him like yeah i mean like i'm not i mean when people have these these type of discussion i'm just like i don't i don't jump into it because like, like i don't know what's going on i don't know you know, which side to choose, which side is good or bad. You know, I don't really think neither side are bad. 
as long you know but you know with people's with when people like talk about like you know the news what's going on um you know like people's opinions you know they have their right to their opinion and I, and I respect it i'm just not i'm not gonna like i'm not the type of person that likes to jump at like a shark you know and like just attack them with facts and stuff like that i'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be like that person i don't want to yeah of course and i think um the only thing i would i would argue for between you and me is again going Something. back to the thing that i said at the beginning is be be interested in being interesting right um because at the end of the day the uh you, you're gonna believe what you believe we're gonna be brothers no matter what no uh, for sure but you should believe in something you should be aware of what's going on it's uh it's really sad when you see a group of people having an intelligent conversation and you feel left out because you have nothing to say and it's not about picking sides it's not about knowing the facts um, it's really just about being aware of what's happening and having some opinion some idea of, of how to express it uh, you you will find those those situations and i've been in those situations where you don't feel like you can contribute much to to the to the conversation but i've also been in the in, in those situations where you have these really interesting interactions with people who don't necessarily agree or see eye to eye with you but they just want they want to know why you think the way you think and you want to know why they think the way they think and it opens That's up that. it opens I've, up the conversation uh, yeah, I've, I've I've already been pulled into those kind of discussions and with with groups with with friends and and mm. like and at work too, especially crazy at work. Like not not a, not not relevant just recently, but like before, you know, past jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, already like straight out the bat, I'd be like, I already like straight up to say like I don't know anything about that. I don't watch. Um, I don't have. I don't watch TV. I don't watch the news. Um, I just eat sleep repeat <laughs> but um i don't know i mean it i i mean like it's hard for me like to understand and comprehend what's going on on the news it's not it's it's just like the you know the discussion that they're talking about sure it's just it's just hard oh. for me to understand so i just like i don't really like go um too too deep into it like i said already i mean mm-hmm. i just let it let let these guys do their own thing let these groups do their own thing. They want to support. They want to fight. They want to join in. It's a community, um, you know. Um, well, I'm not. Cool. I'm not. You know. Again, like the, nothing to do with the news. It's the news and listening to the news or watching the news or reading the newspaper. Those mm-hmm. are just conduits for information. So yeah. it doesn't even matter that you don't watch the news. But again, going back to what I said, and I think this might be the the title of the episode: it's Be interested in being interesting. So, you know, you have, you have this, you have, you, you live a generation where you have access at your fingertips to all sorts of stuff. I gave you for, I think it was Christmas or, or, or your birthday. I gave you a book. I gave you a book and that I wanted you to read because I know it's interesting. And I know that, that it, it, there would be some interesting themes in there. Have you read it? <laughs> I've, I've read it a bit, but I, only the first page, nothing. You should read it. It's a good book. Uh, I, I gave you that book because honestly, like it doesn't have to be the news. It doesn't have to be the newspaper. It doesn't have to be politics. It doesn't have to be the conflict with Ukraine and Russia. That was just, again, 
that was just something I wanted to bring up because I do think it's important that we have some peripheral knowledge of what's going on around us. And, and, uh, and when I think about, especially when I think about my son, right. And what kind of mm-hmm. person I want him to be, I, I do want him to care. I don't need him to care intensely. I don't need him to, to, you know, you know, protest sign, uh, <laughs> but I just want him to care. The first step to caring is just listening. What's that, what's that thing that, that, that pulls you in. And so I hope, I hope that, that you take that the, the, the right way. Like, whatever it is doesn't matter it, it can be it can be another pack it could be a podcast it could be something your friend recommends to you a book that your brother buys you or the news but these are just conduits for information and it's not yeah for sure yeah um but yeah yeah and and as far as what's going on with the ukraine border you know the the reason why it's such a big deal is because it involves big countries in potential war I can say now, now that I, I lived in Bolivia in 2019, there was a presidential election and it led to the collapse of the government. And so there were a couple of weeks where we, the, the country was sort of just a chicken with his head cut off. Like no one knew who was going to be president, the, who, who, you know, the chain of command had been broken. And I'd never been in a situation like that where there might be no country. Like there literally could just be no country. And at that moment in time, if Brazil wanted to invade Bolivia, it would have, they would have eaten us alive, you know? Um, <laughs> you know? Like I'd be like, yeah, I mean, they have good, I don't know. This is just me going off track. Yeah, sure. Go for it. You know, take us out. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, but, but you, but you know what, but you know, the thing is like, I never really uh, realized just how, um, just how fickle, the society societal structures are and so right now in ukraine you know ukraine isn't a isn't a massive you know world power um they're sort of just at the mercy of the, their friends protection the agreements with nato that they've made and hoping that things don't escalate but there was literally there was a news report where they were seeing you know their towns along the border and so you have these border towns and you have these community organizations that are organizing townspeople to train them and show them how to use how to use guns, how to use machine weaponry, right? And so I'm look I'm looking at this news report and they're they're showing like this grandma how to use a machine gun, and they ask the grandma, you know, what are you doing? You know, why why? And the grandma's like, this is my home, and if they're gonna come in, I need to know how to how to fire a weapon. I need to know how to defend ourselves, and that just blew my mind. Like just imagine if Canada were encroaching on the Northeast and they're coming up to the border and they're getting, they're gaining on Boston and mom's like, this is my house. I got to learn how to shoot a weapon, <laughs> you know, because like, that yeah. <laughs> nuts. Right. So, yeah. so, so that's why, that's why I wanted to bring it up because it's happening and it's yeah. happening uh, around us. Uh, I just want you to know that stuff. Like so <laughs> grandmas are taking how to wage war. Like it's crazy to me. Anyway. I wanted to bring that up because I, I do think it's fascinating and I can't imagine being in that situation, but I do remember when the government collapsed here, we were in a position like in the building, I live in a tall building. I live on the 16th floor of mm-hmm. the building and I live that's in a neighborhood crazy. that's really safe, but you had these mobs that were forming uh, on, on, on the ridge of the valley from the, uh, El Alto, which is this other city that's right adjacent. Right. And these mobs 
were on the news and they were threatening. There was a civil war. We're going to come down. We're going to take over the government. They were really pissed off. Oh, hell no. And, uh, and we're right in between. So right in where, where I live is, would be right in between their path to get to the city government offices. And so on WhatsApp, I have, there's a group of all of the neighbors in the building and, uh, and everyone starts saying, we need to, we need to protect the building. We need to make sure because these mobs come down and they break stuff. They break windows, they throw rocks. You know, it happened on a couple of uh, other neighborhoods sort of far away from us. So we were like, if they come through here, they're going to, you know, they can ransack the place. You know, they, uh, they're just mobs. And so I got together with our neighbors and we're literally wheelbarrowing bags of cement so that we can block the garage entrance to the building. And we're collecting rocks and sticks so that we can, we can put them on the inside of our fence. We have this big fence that sort of protects the building. And literally they're saying, you know, we're going we're gonna to patrol the streets. And if anybody starts coming down violently, we're going to defend the building. And I had to be up that night. You know, I'm, I'm literally there. It was this intense experience where you literally have to be ready to defend your home. The long end of it is they never came through this neighborhood. They ended up going to another neighborhood and there was a conflict with the police and, you know, it got quashed. Uh, however, it got quashed. But it was this massive relief. And I can't, I can't imagine what people on those border towns I mean, I can imagine now, but I can't believe they're going through what they have to. You know, we were just mm-hmm. dealing with a couple of mops, but they're dealing with a fucking country, a world power that is threatening to, or seemingly threatening to invade their country. And that's sort of like, it goes back to my original analogy, right? What would you do if your friend is now involved in a thing to defend his friend and you would have to sort of represent and go in there and defend because you can't let your friends get in trouble and not look out for them. So yeah, right. It is, it is one of those things. So hopefully, you know, you stay somewhat interested in what's going on around the world, you know, and, uh, and if you ever have any questions, um, just let me know. And I'm, I'll always try to break it down for you. Hello, for sure. I always will. No doubt. I mean, like you'll be the first person I will come to any, for any situations like that. I sum before I summon to someone else, you know. <laughs> well, you know, it's you know, women women find that very attractive. If you if you uh, have an opinion about something, I mean, mm-hmm. first they'll they'll like that you're educated. They'll like that you that you um, know something, and then if they agree with you, it's a home run. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. But uh, I'm I'm never gonna get to that level. So I was like, okay, I might as well just try to slide around. Man, I think you surprise yourself because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there, you know, like. Um, I like I went on um I went to a country I went to a country concert and to you know this was my this was my first country concert venue you know event going to it was in Connecticut it was going to see Brad Paisley um I I I try to get into country you know just by listening to some tunes but I was offered to go to an event with 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 some group of friends and you know to go on this blind date with this girl. Mm-hmm. She was super outgoing, but you know, with the country music on the side, I don't know. I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't stay any longer there. You know, with just, I just couldn't stand there all day listening to country. All you know, I wanted to leave like after two hours. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't the did the girl I was on a blind date with. I, I didn't know her at all, but we you know we we're getting to know each other. But it's just that 
She, she, she was a fan. She was a Brad she Pitt. Was a, she was a fan. She's a huge fan of country. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I just couldn't concentrate and staying there, you know, listening to country music all, you know, for, like, I don't know how many hours, like, two hours, I say. Like, you know, I'm not sure how long they go. It's very different than, you know, than rap concerts. Rap concerts can can go on, like, for just two hours, and that's it. Right. Um, I'm not sure how long country country concerts go on for i feel like they can go on forever i think this idea that i don't know i'm just i mean i I try to like country if i can yeah but this idea that you would need to like country to enjoy being with this girl is not right uh yeah yeah i mean this was this wasn't recent or anything this was like back in 2019 when i went this was like during my college years Right, but what I'm saying is, you know, you, it's okay that you don't like Brad Paisley. It's it's okay that you don't like country. Um, it's also okay to say I went for her. You know, I listened to it for her because you do, especially at the beginning of a relationship, you sort of have to be open to um, to experimenting each other's likes. And for a relationship to work for any period of time, there has to be some common ground. So. At some point, you would you would have to have something in common, but it doesn't have to be music, and it doesn't have to be everything. Keep that in mind for the next time. You know, I don't know if this did that ruin it for you, like the fact that she was a Brad Paisley fan and you you disliked it so much. Would that make you less likely to go out with her? No, it it was just like the vibe, honestly, like the whole vibe, like um, because everyone at that venue it was outdoors, and yeah. everyone was like on like country hats boots and stuff like that you know right. like that country vibe but are you still she are was, you still friends with that girl or did you guys go out on the second date what was the no 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 this was like a one-time only thing and my my friend set me up with her and you know he he was friends with her more because he 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 knew her more um and you never saw her and, again and i was kind of like it was it was like i said it was a blind day it was like a like an experiment but it was just like the it wasn't one of those like the right like you know right place in the right time. This was this was the wrong place and the wrong time. You but know. But you never saw her again. You guys never went out again. Never saw her again. No. Yeah, and and that's that's a shame. But um, I think her name was Melissa. But you should you should definitely just keep that in mind. As it doesn't matter. You know, yeah. if you like the girl now, if you didn't like the girl, that's fine too. You know, things you know, uh, say lovey. But. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think you should just try to keep an open mind because now you know what a Brad Paisley concert is. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know? listen, uh, I, I don't want to, I know we said before, I know like, you know, country, I don't like country. I don't want to say like, I don't like country. Mm-hmm. I just, I want to say like, it's not for me because I love music in general. You know, yeah, I love yeah. listening to music. The well, music you know? that we, the music we play in the podcast is awesome. I still well, listen to it. <laughs> let's see. Let's see how you feel about this band uh because <laughs> it no, might let's go for it it might be a breaker so check it out uh the band that they got is called the willows they are a band that stretched back to uh 2007 2008 i think they went on to about 2012 uh, i was looking at some of the stuff that they've done and i was surprised to see they, they have about four eps that they've released but i can't find any i can't find anything complete online but now i'm interested to see what you think about this band after you listen to it because mm-hmm. definitely have a southern twang not a country band by any means yeah. well let's <laughs> let's uh let's check this out i think i'm gonna play this tune called stormbreaker by the willows yeah let's see let's see how this flies over with devin <laughs> <laughs> 
and his anti-country stance. Let's try it. Let's try it. <laughs> you like it for real yeah i was ready for you to be like that's not my thing at all no i've i i i mess with it i fuck with it it was awesome like i'm being dead serious because <laughs> like good good i'm glad it's not something that i totally gravitate to all the time mm-hmm. i remember we played a gig this was when i was with optimo in cambridge and they mm-hmm. were a band on the bill and i remember hearing them and not really caring like oh, they're okay right but they right. gave me a free CD. And I remember that I, you know, I was like curious, pop the CD in my car, my commute to work, what have you. And it took a couple of listens, but I was like, wow, this is really well-written music. Like, right. and it's, it's got this weird, it's, it has that twang, that Southern twang, right. That's more country-like. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. it has, um, it has two guitars. So it sort of sounds like post-grunge pro jam kind of thing. Right. It's also super catchy, so it's it's very poppy. Um, 
and uh, and it just it just I don't know it it, uh, it caught on for me. I really really enjoyed that record. I haven't hey. listened to the other records, the other the other stuff that they've done, but I, no, for sure. But yeah, so so the Willows are definitely not around anymore. I don't know why, but their their sound just kind of stuck with me. That's why, like this morning, I woke up and I'm like, "What are we going to talk about?" Yeah, but yeah, so so they definitely have like that Counting Crows kind of vibe too. That's what I was thinking, and um, yeah, the, that's the Willows. That's the band that they got. I'll, I'll definitely include a uh, a link. They don't have a Spotify, so I'll definitely include the link to never mind. <laughs> <laughs> to I'm just uh, downloading Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I'll, I'll I'll share this link with you, but I'll, I'll put the uh, the link to the Reverb Nation account. It doesn't have all the songs, but it has a good collection of them. And uh, oh, and sure. I am I am gonna reach out to to the singer and just be like, hey man, you know, where can I get your music? Because I, I didn't throw a private concert for us while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, something. All right. So let's close up the show. It's been a real interesting talk, though. So I hope I hope mm-hmm. uh, you enjoyed it. And D, I hope you didn't feel like I was jumping on you about the whole politics stuff. Um, oh no, no, you're good. And you're doing um, some stuff. I saw I saw you're you're uh, releasing some videos and um, getting more active in uh, on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm doing the best. Like everything I'm doing, you know, alone or by my or with my friends, it's all DIY stuff. And you know, do it yourself. So where can where can people check out these? Uh, this content uh you can definitely check it out on my youtube channel you can simply just type my my name devin roy it's okay. nothing like too specific just type devin roy so we'll close out the show and um, i do want to thank you if you're still listening uh, as always i've been mo all right see you guys catch on my channel please like and subscribe follow my new instagram my old one got hacked and uh, and we'll close out the show this one with the title track See you next April by the Willows. Uh, we'll check this one out before we close out. Have, uh, have a good week, one. Guys. Peace out. Summer's gone for you.